Welcome to In Our Mom's Basement Video Game Podcast, where we talk about everything video games with your host, Dan Geofway and Rage Quit Pat. What is going on? Welcome to episode 58 of In Our Mom's Basement Podcast here. And of course, if you are live with us on Twitch, this is hour two of our podcast. And I am Rage Quit Pat, and I am joined by... Dan, the Pizza Man, and Argonaut Rises. And, of course, you can listen to this episode on all of uh, podcast platforms, iTunes, Google, all that type of fun stuff. What's going on, guys? What's going on? How are you, Nintendo? Sorry, PlayStation, right? Yeah, so uh, our first hour, if you were uh, with us live on Twitch, was Xbox. And, of course, episode um, 57 was uh, Xbox. So now we are going to highlight the playstation 4 of this eighth generation and what a big rebound for sony it was for playstation 4 of course if we look back at the launch of playstation 3 which was a big 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 disaster um sony came out guns blazing with the playstation 5 so um if you've listened to our xbox episode we talked about the uh the bs with the I have to log online, can't have Wait, used games. I, think my, my, I, think any, uh, one second. Oh. I don't know what happened. Twitch, Twitch just turned off completely. Technical difficulties. Stuff, we're still live. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, having it right now. Are, are we still live? Because Twitch just turned off from on me completely. Interesting. It, it like buffered for me, but I re- hit, I refreshed it and it, we're back. Right, yeah, 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 we're back to green again. Okay. It got turned completely red. I'm just All right, we're good. Uh, we're good now. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, as I um. If you listened in the previous episode, we talked about Xbox with their issues at launch with uh, can't play used games and you had to log on um, every day pretty much. Uh, PlayStation counterpunched and said use games, don't have to log on all the time. And well, they pretty much won the launch. And also they were priced at a reasonable $399. And Argonaut, um, you mentioned before in the previous episode that it was a more powerful console for a cheaper price as well. It was. And the iconic trade video. Remember, like, oh, you want to borrow my game? Here's the uh, the game. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. I, when yeah. like uh, Shuhei uh, hand like I think it was a uh, was Adam Berg. I don't, I don't remember, but no, he's uh, Xbox. Wow, that's terrible. Uh, but yeah, he handles Shuhei uh, like basically handles the game to the guy, and he's like, oh, uh, this is how we do it. Like, and there were a couple dish like they were dissing the crap out of Xbox throughout the whole launch. Like it was like this like. <laughs> non-stop like you know attack and you know what we can say with 100 percent they won this generation hands-on yeah i mean i know we're early in the podcast but yeah i mean that's not uh there's no we'll, denying we'll that talk about everything that happened yeah. what, like, what led to it but that definitely the, the starter um playstation 4 launched a week before xbox november 15th of 2013 but I will give Xbox the edge on the launch titles because these were the stinkers. And I'm not going to say Killzone. Killzone Shadowfall wasn't a stinker. It's just that um, Killzone, for, I wasn't the, I, I kind of fell out of Killzone. Uh, but Knack, uh, God knows why that was so heavily pushed, but apparently it was. But uh, uh, Argonaut, what did you, I, I didn't get it PS4 firstly at launch. I waited a few months and I got it with uh, Infamous Second Son, which I'll touch on in a second. But launch titles, uh, Argonaut, uh, thoughts on those? So, like, at that time, I think I was, like, into, like, the kill zone. But, like, I'm, you know, I wasn't, like, a big fan of it. But, like, I liked the pretty graphics and everything. So I was like, oh, my God, this looks great. But um, I play a little bit of Knack. Um, 
look, Mark Cerny is a great engineer. I'll give him that. Like, he engineered the PS4 really good. But I'm not a big fan of Mac, you know? Uh, it is his baby. I get it. To- totally get it. Uh, I It's like that game that's okay. The okay platformer. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, it's amazing. But, yeah, I think uh, I definitely played, like, a lot of, like, third-party games at the time. Like, whatever was available. Um, I finished Killzone. I remember that. Um Play a little bit of Knack. I think that I think that was it, man. Honestly, and it, it, it somehow came out with a sequel too. I have no, I I did not think the sales. Well, supposedly that... they improve upon it, like, but like, it's not like uh, it's still a joke that, like, if you hear, you know, Twitch streamers, uh, podcasts, including ours, of course, um, that the Knack joke is always there, no matter what. The who who knack put the L1 is, like, next the predominant joke. Was that was that you, Pat? Who put the L one next to it? The what? In, in the dark. That was me. No, that was Barbosa. <laughs> that was, that was I mean, Knack. I just I, I looked at the launch titles for PlayStation. It's the same thing, but my series. What I'm with Series X is I'm looking and I'm like, do I really want to buy a PlayStation right now for Knack and Killzone? No. Infamous. Before we start getting into the games, uh, you know, I got it when Infamous Second Son um, came out. But again, let's talk about the the strong entrance of PlayStation. You know, lower price point. There was no DRM. It pretty much took advantage of the the Xbox debacle. What did you you know? Obviously, that was like you know right right now these consoles are uh, playing chicken. So you know before Xbox was like, there's our price point. This is what it comes with, and Sony's like, good. We were waiting yeah. for this, and wow. I mean, remember that E3 when he when uh, he announced it, and like the whole crowd just stood up and went completely insane. Yeah, I, you know what it is? It's that uh, the epic thing, right? That we're really talking. We talked about this multiple times, Pat. Three ninety nine. It is the sweet spot. Like, of course, like you know, there's five hundred dollars assistance and everything, but that's for us, the hardcore gamers. But if you're looking at a casual gamer, somebody that plays, you know, you know, sixty seventy percent, not you know, a little bit less, maybe they see a five hundred dollars system, they're like. I don't need a camera, so why I'm gonna get the camera? I'm gonna get the stand, the system that doesn't have a camera. You know, like there's a variety of things, um, but PlayStation definitely, definitely tackled uh, Xbox with the the digs. Oh man, it was like, I don't know how many videos they launched, man. Do you remember? It was like three or four, right? Like it was. A, I mean, it was a lot. I mean, you know, like I said, I vividly remember that E3 that year, uh, 2013, when that happened, and oh, I got a good story, and you remember this, Michael. When he was like, when we were all talking in the chat, and he's like, "Oh, PlayStation just won this generation." <laughs> it wasn't only him. I mean, it was everyone on Twitter was saying the same exact thing. Everybody on Twitter was like, "Sony just won this generation." Because, like, how can you like have that horrible of a like? You know, PlayStation was reeling from the PS3. Yeah. PS3 didn't start selling until they came out with a slim model, and it was at two ninety nine. So PlayStation was re- – like, it had great games, but Sony was destroyed by that horrible launch, and they just came out of the gate, punched not Xbox that, in the uh, face. Yeah, not only that, PlayStation 3, right? Um, that The other fun fact that is that developers had a really tough time developing for that system because of the cell technology. Yeah. It had a different architecture altogether. Yeah, I do, I do remember that too as well. A lot of games ran 10 times better – on Xbox 360 and PS3, like games like like the Bethesda games ran, yeah, they ran so much better on uh on 360. But again, 
besides the first party titles, I mean, I remember a lot of my friends who were had a 360 switched to PlayStation because of that. That happened to me as well. Because of the, the I mean, I remember playing a lot of my friends um, were like, oh, I'm getting PlayStation. It's 399 and why would I, you know, why am I going to pay 500 for an Xbox that also comes with a fucking Kinect? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely changed the landscape, man. I'll tell you that much. And it, it continued throughout the years. I mean, like, and it's like you said, like the lineup, the first party lineup was weaker. And, but like, they maintained the message. And like, some games took a while, but when they came out, they came out. But it, it's the, it was a slow start. But once it started picking up, man, until, you know, the end of the generation this year, uh, they really like hammer it down with, like, in terms of like getting really good first party titles into the system. I'm sure you agree with me on that. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. We're we're definitely going to talk about the amazing uh, first party games that Sony came out with uh, later on. But uh, let's definitely talk about um, PS PlayStation PSN. Um, definitely, I think a much better improvement compared to PS3. Obviously, if I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you guys remember this, that big hack on the PSN uh, when PSN was down for like a month and a yeah, half. Multiple hacks. And the hacks and all everyone's credit cards and all their information when even addresses were stolen. That was horrible. Yeah, and but, they went paid a membership and then people started complaining, Well, we don't want to pay. Well, you want better security, you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, exactly. I remember when yep, they PSN uh it's like, Oh, you wanna play online requires PSN and like yeah, you're right. They're like, oh. But you know what? Look how much the PSN, in my opinion, improved because worked. of that. I mean, the operating system, you know, games that uh, ran much better multiplayer-wise. I thought PSN, the digital, the the digital layouts are uh, fantastic. I love the digital layouts and uh, on, on place. And it, it also, it definitely ran smoother. It was a lot easier to invite people to a party on PSN than it was when Xbox first came out. So that was also a plus. And also like the, the DualShock 4, I think uh, awesome controller. The triggers, probably one of the better triggers on any PlayStation controller. Because I, I think that's always been a problem of mine with uh, Sony controllers is the triggers. But the triggers were fantastic on the DualShock 4. Anyone going to add? <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm waiting. I, I, like, I want to see. Dan, you got any comments, brother? I mean, I mean. No, I mean, if if you're waiting for me to throw some shade on PlayStation, I'm not, not going to throw shade on them, you know? No, I'm not asking for shit. <laughs> I'm just asking for your opinion in general on the system, like, uh, you know, when you when you owned it and everything. Okay, well, yeah, I, I've owned it. Uh, you know, give or take, their uh, dashboard has never changed. Their, their overlay has always been, like, generally the same thing. So they're nice to, it's, I mean, it's a simple thing, too. So it's, it's very uh, easy to guide through, and the console was faster. Uh, when it released, and it was cheaper, which is nice. I mean, if you know, granted, if Xbox didn't put no fucking Kinect in it, it could have been the same price. Um, but I have, I never played Killzone or Knack. I mean, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, Knack, you didn't miss much. I mean, but I also like the touchpad on the plate. I mean, it worked really well. I really did. I, I thought oh, it was yeah, going to be like games had some cool integrations and stuff. It was nice. Yeah, I, I thought I it was going to be like maps from it. Like I'm not gonna lie, that's the only feature I like for it because you press it, and you're like, oh, the map pops up, and you're just yeah. like, okay. I thought, but I thought it was going to be kind of like a, a boring type feat, like oh, cool, a touchpad. Like obviously, we're not going to talk about two, the six-axis controller. I mean, that was a fucking flop and a half. But um, 
you know the the, the touchpad was cool. I like I like the touchpad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like 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 Dan said, some games uh, had some cool integrations where you would swipe it and stuff like that. I I thought it was cool. It wasn't too overly done, which is probably the reason why I liked it so much. Yeah, I but again, I mean, I wasn't a big again, fan of the controller because the controller, from my opinion, is too small. But I mean, I did like the touchpad though. <laughs> I love the triggers. Like I said, as far as like any. PlayStation controller, uh, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, especially PS3. Those triggers were horrendous. But the triggers, it w- it felt great. It feels great playing a shooter on PlayStation because the triggers are finally good. Like, I finally, like, I play Warzone. Like, I play Call of Duty. I played plenty of shooters on PlayStation. I'm like, wow. Like, this feels great. The triggers are very comfortable. And you feel the, res- the triggers when you press them. And it's huge. Let's talk about the design too, right? Like it was a way slimmer system than the Xbox. Yep. When you got I, it. Yeah, I, I still have the original PlayStation. I got the Arkham edition. I still have it. Oh, um, I love the design. The design was really good. I don't know what the hell happened with PS5, but you know what? This was a, a really oh, good design. PS5, PS4 Pro too, you know? Oh, uh, well, way chunkier. Yeah, the stack, the, like, the, the stack, like they just like, ah, oh, you know what? Let's just it's add another. Burger, yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's add a uh, a double quarter pounder instead of a uh, a single burger here. Uh, yeah, but the I, slim, the, the slim is not a, is not a bad design either. I actually like the PS4 slim design too. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm surprised that like you know you we we know PlayStation for a long time. I'm surprised they didn't come out with even slimmer versions because you know that used tend to be the thing that they did. I mean, the PS4 Slim, I don't think they can do really nothing with with the Pro. They could have cut it off a little bit, you know, shape off one of the patties, you know, and just make it too. Well, I didn't. Yeah, like let's let's talk about you know let's talk about let's talk about the other system, uh, the other releases here. We had the original PlayStation 4. Uh, we had the PlayStation Slim, which surprisingly Sony barely marketed. Um, and you look back. At years past, um, the PlayStation 2 Slim was heavily marketed. The PlayStation 3, of course, was very heavily marketed. Oh, we got but the, slim the PS4 super slim. slim, no one really <laughs> talks too much about at all. Yeah, I mean, I like the look of the Slim better than I do with the Pro. I just don't like the design of the Pro. Well, the, the Slim the slim version is just not as powerful, correct? Argonaut, yeah, like it's, it's just not as powerful as the, the Pro. It, it's, yeah, it's just a standard PS4. It just would have more memory on it. They doubled the memory to one terabyte, which makes sense. Um, and they kind of cut off the, the top of it and made it like a more flatter design on it. But it's the same exact system. And it doesn't even look that much slimmer, to be honest. Come on. Oh, and they took the <laughs> optical out. They took the optical? The auto optical? Yeah, dude. Uh, look, be real here, okay? Um, I use Astros. I use the Mixamp. Um, they took with the optical. Luckily, the Pro has it, and they're going to do updates for the PS5 and the Series X for it. Fuck, dude, but... I use my optical. <laughs> what? I love my optical. I need my optical. Hey, no, no, that's exactly it, right? For all our, our headset guys that and girls that are out there listening to this, um, tell me not. They took the opticals out. You're just like getting – your rage is just piling up. You're like, <laughs> why? Like it's such a small piece. But I guess they use it for something else. And Argonaut, Argonaut, you got the PS4 Pro. As far as, like, um, you know, we talked about the Xbox One X and its power. Uh, What did you think of the Pro's power uh, and, of course, the cheeseburger design? It's it's less powerful than the X. Uh, That's definitely one thing. Uh, There is, like, it's not, like, an excessive difference between them two, but... Like, I own both, and there is a difference. Like, you know, in-depth, 
like the resolution usually tends to be the number one case. You can get like native 4K in some games. Um, but it just it was interesting that PlayStation was leading it, right? Like, and then Xbox is like, oh no, we want to have the most powerful console, and they did it. Um, but it's still a good system. I definitely like like the mid tier upgrades. Uh, for guys like Dan, there are PC guys that upgrade their PCs every once in a while. I'm sure he agrees with me. I feel like it, it is a better thing that like within two three years we get a mid tier upgrade and you're just like, hey, it's not a new system. But it's something, it's the same system but yeah. boosted. I mean, all these games so, now are requiring more and more power. 100%. To yeah. To make it look better, feel better, you know, the smoothness. So, I mean, I agree with the with the small upgrades and changes. And this next gen is going to be fucking killer. Yeah. I, you know, I really liked uh, just overall, just the generation of PlayStation. Um, again, but here, here's one that we always talk about. It always seems like a big uh, topic in our podcast. Um, PlayStation Now. Obviously, Game Pass is miles ahead of PlayStation Now. I think PlayStation Now is getting there. You know, they are adding some first-party titles as time goes on. Uh, but the big thing was, remember, it was $20 a month. Like, that was first absurd. And now it's it's $10 a month now, which I think is more respectable. Do you think – what are our thoughts on PlayStation Now? I, I personally um, – it was on sale for like 40 bucks for a year. So I'm like, fuck it. 40 bucks for a year, that's not bad. And it's got, you could stream PS3 games on there. There's some really good PS3 uh, first-party games if you, and then third-party games if you've never played any of the first-party uh, PS3 games, if this is your first time getting a PlayStation system. It's also got some good uh, PS4 exclusives on there as well. But, you know, what are what are our thoughts on PlayStation now? You know, it was, it was nice that they kind of give a head start to streaming, right? Like that's the, you know, we all know that that's like the end game for all these companies, right? They definitely want streaming to become a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they, they got the jump start on it, but, and it was, remember it was 20, it was $20 a month. At first. Like, that the, was price, crazy. the price was really high and strong. And like, you get me like you, you, it's like, you had to be making, you know, be like, Hey man, I really want to spend all this money to play all these PS3 games and everything on PlayStation now. You know, it was cool that they bought Gaikai and, like, went with it, and it's developing as it goes. But, like, the one thing that really got to me was, like, you gave me, like, you know, for you know for us here in the East Coast and the West Coast, I'm sure they agree, is that we have good internet. But the question you have to ask yourself is that some parts in the middle of the country can't handle that infrastructure right now, at least, depending on the city, to have you know, these, you know, these internet based services to run. And that's where Game Pass is a little bit different, right? Game Pass, you can install the games. And it took, I think, PlayStation now about a year and a half or two later after Game Pass that they added, finally added the download feature in some games, by the way, not all of them. Uh, I still think they need to work on it. I don't think it's nearly done on what it needs to be. But I feel like with, um, you know, xCloud becoming such predominant, you know, stated kind of creeping from the woods. Uh, we're going to get definitely um, a better service because you know what it is? Competition builds up, right? They're going to be trying yeah. to one-up each other. They're going to be like, hey, uh, you know what? This guy's doing that. Maybe we have to do something to, you know, get them get them out there. It's just, it's interesting. Um, I feel like in the next five, ten years, maybe uh, probably ten years, 
we're going to see like a high influx of streaming games. Uh, I think whoever gets it right is going to be the winner for the market. Do you think PlayStation, because they do have a little bit more first-party titles, do you think they'll ever go the Game Pass route and have them launch day one? So here's a counter-argument for uh, Game Pass, and this is the small issue with it, right? There's talks about of how, like, you know, Xbox is putting an excessive amount of Game Pass, right? But then what happens with the money that's supposed to be given to the developers to, you know, finance these games, right? Halo Infinite was in development for how long, right? What, two, three years at this point? And yeah. we still didn't get a, a decent looking game? Uh, that's the weird part. So some people are like, oh, maybe they're putting way too much money in Game Pass, and then it reduces the, you know, the game, first party games are still going to get released, but it reduced their quality because all the money's getting going there instead. Do you get me? So yeah. that's the, uh, the issue that I feel like if I if PlayStation has to decide between first party titles being amazing the way they are versus uh, the service, I'm like, man, just stick to the first party titles because that's what sells systems. Honestly, like I'm sure you agree with me. We had conversations about this over and over again. Is that what is the launch title? You were going to get Series X because of Halo, right? And now you're kind of like going to wait a little bit longer. Same thing with PS4 when it came out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, a Series X, as I stated before, I'm gonna wait a little bit because, again, I'm not depending even for, even if it's four hundred dollars, I'm still not gonna get it because what I'm really pretty much just getting an upgrade. I want to play like new first party games, uh, you know, for new consoles. So yeah, that's why I'm leaning towards PS5 because I'm getting we're getting Spider Man and we're pretty much getting Ratchet and Clank around that window. Unless it doesn't come out day one. If it doesn't come out day one, then I'm I'm honestly um yeah take a step back so you know it it, it is what it is you know I, I you know we're here to celebrate this generation though but i just do want to say it does not even feel like we're entering a new generation i don't know if you guys feel the same way dan uh barbosa do you guys feel that same way do you is if it doesn't even yeah. feel like we're entering the ninth generation like it for me there's no excitement it's a different hype back then you get me like the yeah. last like upgrade to next gen was like, oh my god, dude, this is happening. We're finally going to get this major upgrade. I maybe you know with the thing we have to decide is like whether some people are comfortable where they're at now. You get me, like with the the systems. Maybe mm -hmm. they don't think they need upgraded. Like for example, you, right? Me and Dan upgraded our systems, are because we're like we have to have the best system in the market. But for you, you're like, you know what? I'm sticking with my Xbox One S. I'm doesn't bother me. I the gameplay still play great and. Same thing with PS4 for you. Um, and I, I, I personally believe that the majority of gamers are like you, Pat. I have no doubt about it. I think that the people that do what me and Dan do, which yes, yeah, spend a shit ton of money, and then you know, you know, you got the, the I mean, you guys like your, you know, your power. You know, your Dan graphics, yeah. smooth, has a, his PC, and you know, when he gets Dan, Dan, you know, when he gets his consoles, and when you get your console, you guys want the most powerful console. When there's me who. I just love playing video games, so I could care less about the power, and as long as it works, and that's it. So, in the also the thing is the mid tier upgrades, right? I think that kind of shuffled us around a little bit because we got Pro and uh, X out of it. So it's we. I don't think we see systems the way they they do anymore. Like I don't know if it's gonna be ever the same anymore. I mean, oh. we know these systems, new systems are gonna come out, but I don't think it's gonna be like the same. Like all oh, crazy, this generational leap. You know, watching our younger selves look at these new consoles as they come out every so often, you know, and all the Sega and 64, all that. It's mm -hmm. like you get to see these games. And I think since we're a lot younger, 
we, we didn't know better between good or bad games. Games were games. They were fun no matter what. Even if they were shit, they were still good. Uh, I think that's still what our mentality was when we were younger. We just wanted to play that game. Oh, my favorite character from a TV show is in there. You know, I'm going to play that. My favorite cartoon. I'm going to play that. And I think that's where our mentality, that's where we were back then. But now, we're a lot older. We have somewhat more <laughs> common sense. You know, we think about things a lot better. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, oh, man. Is, is, is Xbox even going to release a good exclusive this year? Is Sony going to drop another Spider-Man 2? You know, these are all things that are going to make us decide, oh, do we really want to get that console or not? What's going to change? What's going to be new? So we we're, we're think we're putting a lot more thought into it as we get older. Yeah. There's also the adulting part, right? Like, and maybe about yeah, that. Yeah, you got to pay the rent. You got to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, the rent, yeah, the rent oh, bill. right now. <laughs> all that other shit. All that other, all that other shit. But yeah, you know, back to... Um, our PlayStation Now conversation. Um, I, I think there could still be some improvements to the service. Um, I think the streaming the games, it actually does run pretty well. I did stream a PS3 game off it, and it ran pretty well. So I think there there could be some improvements going forward. Yeah, I think you can boot it up on your PC and play, right? You can do like a PlayStation stream app and play from your PC. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, Xbox is supposed to be doing that feature soon as well, uh, later next year, I believe. But I like that feature. That's a cool feature. But that's, you know, that's like how we were talking about before. That's the future right there, you know. Not necessarily needing a console to play those games. You just need a decent internet for it. Yeah. What do we we think of um, also PlayStation got a lot of uh, developer marketing. Um, Obviously, Capcom is back. And, of course, we know that obviously – Yes, Resident Evil is multi-platform, but um, Capcom is back. You know, obviously Street Fighter was exclusive, and the Resident Evil games are now heavily marketed more in, uh, like, any Sony conference. And obviously when Capcom has a commercial, it's the PlayStation logo. They have the Call of Duty. They have the Call of Duty marketing and everything like that. Uh, What do we think about that? With PlayStation getting the jump again, obviously the 360 era, a lot of games were marketed more with 360. Now this generation, it seems like a lot of games are marketing with the, uh, you know, with Sony commercials. No, uh, definitely, it, uh, PlayStation really like the, the whoever's related like making the marketing deals and everything it was very aggressive about it. Like Activision hopped in, uh, they got exclusivity for Final Fantasy VII, which you know it's a one year, it's going to come out on Xbox One by the way or Series X at the at this point. But they they really made a lot of deals like in that they came out strong with that like they were like hey uh, we're doing deals with this guy this guy this person this guy. everybody was part of it. Um, I honestly think that they're not gonna stop. I think uh, it was a good choice because for example uh, you look at a Call of Duty poster right you see PS4 for the average consumer that's watching that they might think that it's only for PS4. And not Xbox, just because the marketing says PlayStation 4 on it. it all That's all it takes. It's just to, like, get the perception in. And they've yeah. been good with it so far. And there's rumors that they're doing the same exact thing for PS5 now. Well, yeah, Resident Evil uh, was shown at the Sony conference. So, and then, obviously, we're going to see it at the Tokyo Game Show, which is big. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I remember back then, uh, one of our friends said getting the Call of Duty... Like marketing wasn't that big of a deal, but I mean that really did backfire because it is a big. I mean, it really is a big deal. Call of Duty still a powerhouse as much as like you know. Yes, it does come out every year, but Call of Duty still that powerhouse, man. It, it's not going anywhere. 
anytime soon. It did not hit that Assassin's Creed bug, uh, you know, and did not hit that Battlefield bug. You know, Call of Duty stands tall. So it's not going anywhere. And, I mean, it was big for Sony to get Call of Duty's marketing. I wonder if, what if Microsoft did not put all that money, all that time into Mixer? Where could they be right now with developers? <laughs> Mix, Mixer would probably still be around. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, yeah, no, I, I would think, I think if Microsoft did not take over Mixer, I think Mixer would still be around, honestly. I think that was Mixer's biggest downfall. Uh, but, you know, PlayStation does have good exclusives and they, you know, they work well with the developers. I know I must be paying a boatload of money to these developers, but they're doing something right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been really good, uh, marketing for them. And it seems like they're going to maintain the same formula. I think that that's the thing, the other thing that's happening, right? Like they're strong first party lineup, uh, good relationship with partners for third party companies. And honestly, I honestly don't know if uh, they're going to change on it. I don't think they're going to change until like Xbox is like, hey, uh, we shift the the movement. You know, we shift the 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 map of where we're playing. But yeah, only time will tell at this point. Yeah, and I really enjoyed, um, again as we talked about it, just the the shooters, especially shooters are much feel definitely an improvement on PlayStation consoles with the. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about PSN. I mean, we didn't really talk too much about PSN. I mean, I brought it up and stuff like that. But, how you know, again, PSN improved big time uh, this generation with uh, comparing it to PS3. You know, again, as Dan brought up before that, it was it became a paid service. And uh, PSN, I, I thought I thought ran really well compared to its you know predecessor where it felt laggy and a mess. Uh, PSN ran great this time around i rarely felt i rarely felt any lag or um glitch you know obviously um both systems could be shaky at times but i I think i felt um a little bit more on playstation like it it felt a little bit better uh online at times no i definitely agree um it's it's like dan said everything was very much simplified uh no, not crazy any changes like that. They got batting party, you know, minor adjustments did, but pretty much the uh, the skeleton of the, the operating system has been the same even for the PlayStation Store. They had a couple of changes uh, to improve it for searching mechanisms and everything. Um, I honestly think that, you know, there it's that uh, quote, what is it? Um, uh, less is more, right? Yeah. So the more it's simple, the better it is. Yeah, let's talk about, there's something I wanted to talk about here. Obviously, PS3 came out with the PlayStation Move. It was a dump. Um, what are our thoughts on the PlayStation VR? I love it. I think it's it's the right step into the future. I think because yeah. uh, me and Dan agree on this, uh, right? Uh, AR and VR, which coexist, they're different technologies, right? AR is putting a glass and seeing what's in front of you. VR, it puts you inside the world, right? Um, VR is not to say that's going to be the future of gaming, but it's going to coexist with it. And I feel like by PlayStation doing that is like one of the steps, right? They gave it an affordable version of it. So, you know, I mean, the vibe costs like fortune and (laughs) you need to have a a good running PC Uh to run these VR units, right? So with a PS4, you own it already. Um, well, when it first came out, I was like, Dan, it was like, what, 500, right, PSVR? Yeah, I think it was 500. Yeah, because yeah, it came with the move, though, it came with everything. 
Yeah. So I, I think it's uh, it's called what would say introduction phase for uh, the consumer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a cool experience, but I'm gonna be honest, I can't last more than like probably an hour or two in a VR headset. Like it's yeah. it's very strenuous, like to your eyes, to everything. But it's a fun experience, though. The VR headset, I think, is gonna. I think for PSN and PC, I'm not just gonna base this towards just just PlayStation, but I think it's a great move for PlayStation. You know, I've been asking over and over and over and over for Xbox to get something compatible, like an Oculus or something. Uh, but I think uh, it's it's great, and you know, if, I, if people do get motion sickness, I mean, that's understandable. Uh, but you know, you got games like Half Life that came out VR, and it it sold so fucking much. They sold out like every VR on the market. I mean, there's game, there's really good games out there. You just got to find your game. But yeah. I think it's I think it's a great step to the future. Yeah, like the last one I played was Iron Man, and I was like pretty impressed by it. It was like. It was crazy, man. Like to use the propulsion jets with the controllers, and you're like equalizing yourself so it's flying. Like it's it 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 was a learning curve because like, but it was definitely felt awesome when I had like full control of Iron Man and like moving around, jetting around at super speed, and like <laughs> using awesome. the blaster. It was, it's 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 one one kind of experience. You get me? Um, played Resident Evil with it. Uh, that one like got me nauseous a little bit because the depth of field, like especially when you're going down the stairs, like oof, that was really intense. Uh, but the scares, man. Yeah, you can't like if you're not paying attention, like well, even on first person, you kind of have a better grasp, right? You see it a little bit better because it's a, almost static. But when you're in there and you're kind of like focusing because you're trying to get down and like focus yourself, sometimes you miss what's, uh, you know, the corner of your eye, man. And you're just like, oh, shit. Like, wh where did this come from? Yeah, the VR, the same thing as, as you touched on before about you're not able to play it for a certain amount of time. Yeah, I mean, I remember we were at our friend Diego's playing it. Oh, no, we were, I was at your house. I lied. He was there. I thought we were at yeah. something. Um. I could, yeah, same thing. I can only play it for like maybe 45 minutes to an hour because my, it starts really straining my eyes and I started getting a headache. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. And we were playing, um, Festival of Blood until dawn, which was pretty fun. Um, and yeah, the VR, the VR worked well. Um, and again, it, it was a stepping stone. It's for, you know, again, it's only, I think it's much cheaper now and you don't have to pay. 800 to a thousand dollars and have a really good pc and you know it, it's also good for a casual audience as well i think that want to you know test the waters with vr and stuff like that so definitely that def definitely is um a, a good uh, um a good step stepping stone for playstation takes it on uh, next uh, this next gen i'm very curious how much of the improvements you know like and dan agrees with me like with the ss the applications and all of that like the boosted graphics Man, I, you know, hopefully the next step is wireless because uh, too many cables. Yeah, I, 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 I'm also really happy they didn't, they, they marketed it, they marketed it at a good pace, right? So like when it was not E3, when it was at these events, it wasn't pushed as hard as the PlayStation Move was. Because I don't know if you guys remember, like at that point in time, E3s were getting really annoying because all we saw was Connect games and PlayStation Move games. And it was very frustrating, but this time around, they, they pushed VR, but it, it didn't take up the majority of the show. Like, I vividly remember this one Sony E3, and I wanted to take my TV and throw it out when they showed that magic book 
for PlayStation Move or whatever the hell, the Wonder Book. Oh, I thought you wanted a Harry Potter game. No, it was like a Wonder Book. And it would look it up. It, 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 it's it's it was so cringy. It's it's terrible. But I'm happy the way Sony. It didn't, you know, they they focused heavy on more of their games. It was like basically coexisting with it. Like you know, it's like hey, it's available if you want it. Like that's the the gist of it. But um, we're gonna jump into the games here. But um, before we do that, we're just gonna take a quick thirty second for our sponsors. Are you looking to start a podcast? Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. They offer a lot of great services, such as their creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Did I forget to mention that it's free? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, boy, we are back. Thank you again here. And we're about to jump into what made this generation big time for the PlayStation 4, the games. And I just want to touch base here. Um, you know, I know we, we talked about, um, obviously, time exclusives we're not doing. But Sony did a lot of remasters. Are we... Including those games, guys. I just want to ask before I include them. Not, you know what? Let, let's keep it off. Let's talk about like the the titles. Uh, the main yeah. ones, right? Yeah. All right. So we're not going to talk about remasters. So we're not going to talk about the Uncharted collection, the God of War collection. Uh, what was another one? Uh, Last of Us. So th- those games are out. Um, but I am going to include Medi Evil only, and that that's included because that was a PlayStation One remaster. A full, that was like a full... It's a like, full remake, yeah. A full remake, yeah. I'm going to include that one on my list. So that, that's going to kick off my list, Medi Evil. If you've never played it on PlayStation 1, it was a really fun game. Um, felt very similar with the remake, which I loved. So no complaints there. But um, yeah, okay. Uh, that would be yours. But uh, go ahead, Barbo. Uh, Argonaut, uh, isn't that your... Go ahead, talk about it. Persona uh, 5. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know it came out dual release on PS3, but Persona 5, you know, I might get attacked here. I don't know, possibly. But Persona 5 for me is the best JRPG of this generation as a whole, without a doubt. Um, I, you know, some people like it, some people don't, but I've, I put, I don't know, I played Persona 5, put I think 120 hours on that, and then I platinum Persona 5 Royal, which I know it's easier to platinum. I get it to all the listeners. And that's why exactly why I did it. Um, but it's it it's it was fantastic, man. I really enjoyed it. I, I I put so many hours in the game. It's it's a good story. It's a good. There's really good. It's turn based. Really good RPG elements. The art style was amazing. Um, and it was exclusive to PS4. I mean, I was just like, it's definitely. I can't even like think about any other JRPG that really blew my mind the way uh, Persona Five did. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just not I'm I've never been really big in the JRPGs, but I know uh, Persona Five, I've, Persona just in general. I think we we all we all agree that Rage Quit should try some JRPGs. Yeah, no. woo! I can't get in, I can't get into that uh, the combat the combat system. I really uh, I can't really get into that combat system. Um, but let's talk about obviously one of the big ones. This was the one the game that I got the PS4 for was Infamous Second Son. Um, Phenomenal game you played as. His name was uh, Desmond, correct, Barbosa? Or, 
I it was Desmond. Desmond. No, yeah. uh, maybe it was in Desmond. I think it was. Uh, let's find out real quick. Sorry. So we're gonna Wikipedia real quick. <laughs> uh, it, it Delson. Delson. Yeah, Delson okay. Yeah. I knew it began with a D, but Delson. I mean, really like the protagonist. I love the the new pa- the powers the, the other powers you can get besides um you know electricity and everything. Like I like the Earth. And, I mean, it was it was a really good game. And I went. I played. I did both playthroughs. I did good and I did bad. Um, really fun game. I've always loved the Infamous series, and uh, obviously Sucker Punch came out with a new. Game, man. That's yeah. Good. yeah, I mean a lot. Of, I mean uh, the the second the DLC was kind of bleh, wasn't that great, but you know the main the main game was really good. I put a like, I don't go back and and play through as many games anymore because obviously with work and um everything like that, there's not a lot of time to go back a lot. But I went back and I beasted right through um both playthroughs really fun game no they definitely uh, uh sucker punch came you know when it was a launch window game i was like you know i was very excited like i love the infamous series uh so when second son came out yeah uh, let's let's talk about their new ip ghost of tashima which uh i'm playing right now and wow oh, what Tsushima's a phenomenal yeah what, what an experience this game is right now and i mean you again you you, you go from you know that IP of Infamous, and you go right into Ghost of Tsushima, which is fantastic. Like that was a really amazing game. It, it, I mean, I, I'm I'm loving every minute of it. It's interesting that like they were able to make such a shift, right? Um, but it was just it's phenomenal. Like the the way the game plays, everything. Uh, the story was really good. Uh, it just I hope one day they bring Infamous back. Just you know, work between both series. Some you know, developers do that. I I think it, I'm excited for Go uh, Ghost of, of Tsushima Legends. I'm sure you saw no, the multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, That's I can't wait. Be... Absolutely. Some the people are calling that like killer seller for uh, PS5 because you know technically it's going to come out later this year, so it's mm-hmm. going to be with the system too. And also the the co-op stuff too looks cool as well. So it's the co-op oh, and so that uh, stuff looks really cool. It's crazy, right? That we think about uh, Sucker Punch like that, right? They came out with uh, Infamous in the beginning of the generation, and then you got at the end of the generation, uh, Ghost. Do you see? Um, do you think we'll see another Sly Cooper? I hope think so. we'll ever get them. Do you think they did Sly Cooper? Correct. I... Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure to be honest. I people uh, asked. I asked them about it before interviews and everything, but like you know. They're they're the one like one of those teams from uh, developing teams that you can never really get uh you know what's the next next project or anything mm-hmm. like that like it kind it's kind of like it will come out of nowhere so maybe like two years from now we're gonna be like they're gonna be like hey guys this is our new uh, upcoming project yeah I was a big yeah, fan of I, Sly I, Cooper so I, I hope they come back with Sly Cooper though that was a really uh, really fun series I really love that game it's a great series yeah yeah um I mean we got we got there's there's a long there's I have a long list here boys man there were so many good first party games here um how about god of war wow it's right here man you know i'm wearing I mean, the t-shirt for it to celebrate it right here kratos <laughs> and uh atreus i mean uh sp- i mean you know what we could say spoilers i mean the game's been out for so long right now uh obviously that ending and you find out that he's loki i mean that shit oh, was spoilers. insane huh he's part of the no it's, a, it, no it's um i'm scared man yeah, no, like it's got. I mean, I love the transition from Greek mythology to Norse mythology. I mean, I and then, dude, how about Thor showing up at the end? Yeah, it's interesting, oh, like my. how they're setting up everything for you know, 
like the the way they're setting up the game, like how it went. Like I like that we got you know Kratos is still the crazy fighter, uh, you know, unbelievable at it. But mm-hmm. you know he's a tormented soul from all the stuff that happened throughout. Oh the yeah, game. yeah. You you could tell. Um, I really loved what they did with the Kratos character in this game. You could tell he kind of had like a kind of a PTSD type scenario with, uh, you know, with the dealings from the previous games. Um, but man, I remember in that game, obviously you start out with the axe, but I remember when you finally pick up the swords. Oh yeah, the chaos blades, man. Oh, that was such epic. And the way he went for it, like the emotional impact of finding them again, where he, he buried them, that was awesome. Like he's like going through the lake and like seeing these visages. I'm like the way they made it, it was awesome. And the world too, right? You, I'm the sure. World was, yeah. yeah, the world was great. I mean, everything about it was was great. I mean, obviously, I was a little bit skeptical at first because it went from a heavy hack and slash. To now, it kind of had like that Last of Us feel, like you have an additional character with you, and how the combat was going to change. But man, the combat was fantastic, yeah. and I I loved how you had to use the different weapons to open up different doors and things like that. It was it was amazing. I mean, a lot of people consider that the God of War, their like that that's their um, this generation, the, the, yeah, their best game. Yeah, and I'm telling you this though. I'm not sure if you did them, but like the Valkyries, man, I got I my ass co- handed to me by them. Yeah, I did a couple, but I mean, forget it, man. Those those fucking Valkyries were miserable. Dan, like, and, and you know, I know you watch the um, gameplay. Like, any thoughts? Like, will you be? Because there's gonna be another one definitely in the future. Are you looking? Um, if you ever you get a PS5, is that a series you're gonna jump into? Wait, what game? God of War. God of War. No, probably not. I feel like I feel like that's. It's been out for so long that if I try to get into it now, it's just like, is it even worth it? How many God of Wars are there? Three? But th- uh, this one's completely different. Um, this one is, uh, this one's Norse mythology. The other ones are Greek. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so I com- mean, if there's only one that I would have to play, then probably, but if I, I feel like if I have to go back and play all of them, I don't think I can you do can, it. You can, but you don't have to because yeah, they kind of explain what happens. Like, they yeah. give you a general background on who, you know, Kratos was and why he is the way he is now. Uh, okay. Then uh, then, then it might be worth it, especially if it's going to be on um, PlayStation now. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, it, it, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I mean, um, here's one game, actually, that was kind of took me by surprise. Um, Until Dawn. Oh, it's my favorite PlayStation game. And Loved granted, it. my list isn't that long of places and games I played on this gen. So, <laughs> but that game was that game was great. I mean, I I love you know I've always been a I've always been a big fan of games like that that have more of a cinematic experience. Um, that have that, that they do it well. You know, you talk about the Telltale games; they're more of a cinematic experience rather than heavily on gameplay and stuff like that. But I really loved um I really loved Until Dawn. Like it felt like a B heart. It was weird. It went from like a B slasher to like um, supernatural. Yeah. Like it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a really good game. And I love the experience of the butterfly effect, where if you made this choice, it'll affect uh, the characters later. I also loved if characters died, they will uh, that the story continues on. And obviously, they're coming out with the new games now. Um, Little Hope comes out next month. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I really loved Until Dawn. I hope they continue 
making uh, horror games, and I really love that they're going with the horror anthology. And also, Until Dawn had a really good cast. It had Hayden Pianetere. It had um, – what's his name from uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, oh, R- Rami uh, Malik. R- Ram- R- Rami Malik, yeah, and he's the yeah. villain in the new James Bond. And also had the guy from uh, the Marvel TV show, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which one? It's a good lineup, man. I'm telling you. They, they did not really- He's, he was in Agents of Shield, the guy with the uh, dark hair. Oh, oh you, you talk about the, uh, the the agent guy, the taller guy, uh, Brett yeah. uh, Dalton or something. I think so. Yeah, he was in Until Dawn as well. So that a really good cast. I mean, phenomenal yeah. game. It's one of my favorite games. I just love the fact of that storytelling, and you know, you you want to try to survive with as many people as you can, and you know, the replay or, values of those games are you can play it so many times and get so many different outcomes. I mean, that's what's great about those kind of yeah. games. Yeah, and I mean, also just to, also if you want to, you could just kill everybody. Like you could just see. Yeah. And I mean, the deaths were cool. I don't know if you guys actually saw like the deaths in the game. Like that's, the deaths that's an were, achievement to kill everybody. Yeah, the deaths are really cool. Um, also, another game cinematic experience that is phenomenal. Um, Detroit Become Human. I mean, again, time, time. Yeah, I played you know, that time. one when they came to PC, yeah. and I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, dude, time and time again. Um, what's the developer's name Quantic again? Dream. Quantic Dream, man. I mean, um, dead, it all started with um, I forget what game it came in on PS2, but that uh, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls was okay, uh, but man, Detroit and Indigo Prophecy. There we go, Indigo Prophecy, uh, great game as well from Quantic Dream. But man, Detroit Become Human again, phenomenal. Like I, I, and I loved the characters in this one. Like the characters are really good. Um, I mean, my ending was the robots took over, man. Jesse Williams, let, my boy from Grey's Anatomy. Let's go. I let, yeah, I let, I, I let Jesse Williams take over, and we took over, man. And I also escaped to Canada with the the girl. Um, great game. I think my guy, the guy with the blonde hair, what's his name? I think he, I only had he actually he died twice for me because Argonaut. You mentioned I remember when we first started playing that if he dies multiple times, his um morale changes doesn't it yeah there is a definitely an effect on it i i forgot i haven't played it in such a long time but i the, the most iconic part is like when they do that movement like and they like try to do a peaceful walk and it becomes a war do you remember that that was oh iconic. yeah I, yeah and i start i i uh oh, i started the I started a war. I started the war, man. It was Dude, that uh ending was so good. Well, what was your ending? We, I mean, my ending was different. What did you have? Oh, I'm trying to think. I think uh, we escaped on a boat. Oh, so your ending's different than mine. Your ending's mu- way much different than mine. And that's yeah, the thing. I, I did the boat thing too. I think uh, did she survive? Do you remember? I don't remember if, if she survived because she gets shot no matter what from yeah. that machine, right? Yeah. yeah, she gets shot. I remember she gets shot, but I think she survived though. What I liked about that game too was the chart. Like at the end of each um, level, it showed you the chart on what you did, and you could go back and reconnect. Like it was, yeah. it, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, the replay value. I love those kind of games because the replay value is so yeah. strong. Easily, one hundred percent. The replay value on a lot of those games are really strong, and it's also cool to talk about what endings and what we did and stuff like that. So, I'm really excited for Quantum Dream. What they're going to do for PS Five. So, I'm very excited about that. But a lot of internal issues right now. PlayStation is no longer like in a good, uh, supposedly not in good terms with them anymore because of all like the sexual allegations and uh, work environment issues. So. Well, I hope so, they yeah. could. Uh, yeah, well, I hope uh, everything goes well with that. But I mean, we still got a list of games here. Well, smell um, Xbox exclusives, Quantum Dreams. 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw this one out quickly because you guys don't play this game, but uh, MLB the Show, the definitive baseball game. But now this is its last year being on PlayStation. It's gonna be multi-platform going forward. But um, great baseball game. But let's move on. Um, Uncharted. What what a great ending to the Uncharted series. Um, yeah. Great way to close out Nathan Drake's story with Uncharted Four. Um, and then pretty much the game that kind of got kickstarted with this whole like side story $40 game, Lost Legacy. Yeah. Lost Legacy was great as well. I really enjoyed it very like as as you know, some people might disagree with me with Naughty Dog, but but Naughty Dog just knows how to kill it in terms of production value, man. There's no other way to go about it. The, the presentation in their games is just in a whole different level. I love the I love the level in Uncharted Four when you're at when you're playing Crash Bandicoot. Like I love that. Like you're 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 playing Crash Bandicoot, and then I think a, then a couple months later at E3 they announced obviously the remaster of Crash Bandicoot. But um, I love the introduction of Nathan's brother. I thought that was uh, and it was Troy Baker as well. So I mean, it's always great to have both the uh, voice actors working together, but. Again, it was a great it was a great closure to the Nathan Drake story, and of course, obviously, the ending. Everyone's wondering: Is his daughter? Are we going to get a game with his daughter taking over? So, only time will tell with that. But um, Ratchet and Clank. Also, we got another Ratchet and Clank, which was, um, I believe, based off the movie. Did anyone Did anyone see the Ratchet and Clank movie? No, I, no, I don't think it was. I think it wasn't based off the movie. I think it was, it's a remake of the first one. It was a remake of the first. Okay, because I thought it was more based on the movie, but. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I mean, I watched a little bit of it, but I kind of turned it off. I mean, did anyone see the movie at all? Anybody? No, Dan? No. I, heard, I, mean, I heard bad the... things. So I, I never even touched it. Oh, is it on? Uh, I, oh. I played the game. The game was fun. Um, but yeah, the, the game was fun. Yeah, but um, I didn't. But I love the Ratchet and Clank series. It's probably one of my top uh, PlayStation series games. Yeah, it's an amazing platformer. And then, then the new one, the new one looks really really good as well i'm excited to play the new one as well yeah the uh, rift something yeah yeah um last one on my list do you guys have anything on your list uh no i think Can i have the play? same last one as you, oh, you, you i i think the only one we left to talk really is spider-man man right oh i got, uh, I got horizon zero dawn does that count uh, not, oh yeah no I, I i got horizon zero dawn on there yeah so before we talk about spider-man yes Horizon Zero Dawn. I haven't um, played it on console, but I've been playing it on PC. Listen, oh, I'm about 40 hours in, and I fucking love it so much. Listen, man, Guerrilla Games, they went from Killzone to Horizon Zero Dawn. Unbelievable. Like, that, phenomenal. And I, I love every minute of Horizon Zero Dawn. It is so good. Out of nowhere, man. That's the crazy part, yeah. right? Like, if you think about it, like, you know, like, we always knew Killzone, you know, that's it's always a thing, you know beginning of the generation that's what we got but then we got horizons completely different game and man aloy and her story dude that story notch. that story that story really brings you in and just i just keep on a plank and i just want like i i, I need to know world, where the story man, goes like the, the way like the world is designed and everything like the like the the creatures the robots how they work and everything and you're just like mind blown because they keep explaining the story little by little and you're just like oh you're like i gotta continue this there's no other way yeah, dude, what a great game, and and I got on Steam, so I get all the like the past DLCs. So I'm trying to like bomb through all this, and and on top of it, I'm trying to play Marvel. Like, man, it's so hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I have to put a little bit more hours into it because right now I'm on Ghost of Tsushima, 
but obviously it's backwards compatible. So, and the second one's not coming out for a little while, so I'll have time to play it. But man, it's it is. I mean, I love the different um, robots that you fight, and you have to fight them differently. I mean, it's it's a really fun game. Yeah. And it just go. It just goes to show how um, obviously you look again. Guerrilla Games. We've known them what for Killzone. Then they make Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, it's 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 insane. Um, like a sucker punch. We know them for making like Sly Cooper and then Infamous and now Ghost of Tsushima. So you could see like the variety these developing teams have. It's phenomenal. But again, Insomniac, who who knew that they could make a Spider-Man game? I mean, I I mean, I'm sure Argonaut. We you know we've always talked about it with our friend that like an Insomniac. You 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 could you could talk about that after this Argonaut. Yeah. That, that's yeah. You could talk about that game, but um wow man insomniac pulled off a probably the best spider-man game i mean obviously (laughs) i mean obviously uh everyone said that spider-man 2 uh you know that was published by activision based off the movie um many people thought that that was their favorite spider-man game but i mean god man spider-man was and i love the original villain the original villain they introduced was i loved it uh, great like story why he is a villain and I mean everything about it man the combat the side missions yeah no it was it was a, it was a full game dude even the DLC was good and like yeah. games kind of tend to be all right with DLC and the, and the whole three part DLC was awesome dude Sinister Six like it was oh yeah. my god that's part where like this the you're fighting a Sinister Six and freaking doc ah comes out of nowhere i was like oh my god i'm like this is fucking great it felt i felt like i was i felt like i was playing a cop i was in the comics like that's what it felt like i i can i like the peter parker that we got yeah the peter parker the mary jane that we got um i thought they had a great they were and they broke up i mean it was you know it was it was good i really liked it a lot i can confirm that when i do get my ps5 spider-man will probably be one of the first games that I get. It's yeah. it's it. Morales, the, 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 man. I, yeah, I can't the, wait where it takes the story next. The, the web slinging, the web slinging was on point. The different suits. I mean, let's talk about that. All the variety of suits, and they all have different abilities. Was fantastic. I mean, I, I heavily used the Spider Punk though. I was a big fan of the Spider Punk suit. I think I, I, I used the Iron Spider. Uh, I used the standard suit because I, I like tend to play games with the standard suit and like not really change. I like what it looks with the original one. I skill. I used the Iron Spider <laughs> skill. I think. I, I I didn't mind the new suit that they came out with, but I changed that shit right away. Right when I got a new suit, I I, I didn't mind a new suit. I liked it, but I saw like the Spider Punk, and then I saw they came out with the original Sam Raimi one, and like they came out with some uh, really really good suits, but um, Argonaut. You're going to talk about um, Amazon Delivery Simulator, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Talk about it. What? <laughs> stranding, man. Um, look, uh, it's not for everybody, okay? Uh, there's not a lot of fighting in it, but the experience of walking around, seeing the environments, and grasping some of the cutscenes, which last, you know, half an hour or so. Oh, duh. Um, I know. You can laugh. I get it. It's fine. No, it's no, you said Amazon that. Delivery, and it, it took me a second to catch on. Oh, duh, Death Stranding. No, so like, so to be fair, I understand Kojima and even a lot of Japanese developers. You know, they 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 make really long cutscenes. I like again, I, I understand. I do want to play know, the game. I that, that game is on the list that I get do want to check PC, out. Man, I heard it's like uh, I am gonna get it on PC. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it's interesting, the gameplay, but you know what? It's kind of like he predicted the future, right? Because, like, the stories about people, they, they're in bunkers because there was this, like, mass extinction cataclysm. And we had, like, coronavirus, and, like, we depend on delivery guys all day long. I, I mean, I don't know. There's some, <laughs> some weird stuff going on here. I mean, this guy clear. How about the game we could have had, P.T.? Oh, yeah, but then uh, Konami was like, uh-uh. Yeah, man, uh, but, dude, I, I've never I've never seen a video game that was, like, just a short demo get so, like, people love that game. And it's not even a full game. It's just that experience of PT, and we could have got Silent Hill, but instead we get um, USPS, um, you know, whatever delivery service, you know. let that go, right? You got to yeah. try it. You know, for the people, the listeners that are listening right now and like it, do not feel bad about it, right? Don't let this guy get to you, all right? He's a hater, all right? I, I enjoy Death Stranding. Well, it was a unique experience. What kind of combat? Is, is there be, combat to... in this? I have not really watched any videos of Death Stranding. Yeah. You might like it then, I think. Well, it, it is funny because because of that game, they did come out with a walking simulator. <laughs> I tried to stay away from all spoiler stuff possible because I want to play the game myself. Well, I never found out what kind of like action, what kind of if, if there's combat, is there guns, is there fists combat, or there's all of it. There's stealth a little bit, but like it's not all about the combat. It's more about delivering these packages, going through these different terrains, and find going through these areas that they have like the BTs. Yeah, yeah I know. Delivering those right. PlayStation Five. The name of the creatures are BTs, by <laughs> the way. Rage quit. You know what? When it's uh uh you know you know the name of the game is PT. You see there? Do you get me? Like the correlations there? Like uh, Kojima is quite the guy, man. I, I he's a uh, uh, different, but I, I definitely was uh su- surprised by the game. Um, All righty. Well, we're gonna have a disagreement on the on these two because oh, we already yes, we here. We're gonna have a disagreement on these two, so we'll just get this one. We'll get the we could all agree on out of the way. The least favorite, my least favorite, and everyone's gonna have a different one. But this one, I think we're all on the same page. The order. 1886. Oh, I played it. I I played it. I thought it was okay. I mean, but what a game that looked like a new... I mean, for me, I was like, oh, wow, a new IP, and I beat it in five minutes. And most of the boss battles were quick-time events, which I was really disappointed. I mean, the the base was there. I mean, I like the premise. I love the, the, the environment of London and everything like that, but the execution was just... I didn't... The execution was garbage. I thought it was uh, like you said, the environment, like the the story and the premises was really interesting. There was a lot of potential, um, but uh, you know, I still enjoyed it. It looked, man, when they were first drawing it, like you're like, holy crap, this game looks insanely good. Yeah, but right. the mechanics were very limited. Yeah, because of it. Um, well, here, let's get on our disagreements here. Let's start off with Days Gone. Now, I just want to say, I don't think it was a bad game. I thought the story was really good. I did like the main character. I just felt that the the side missions were just very and were just very repetitive. Like it was just the same fetch quest over and over and over and over again. And I just felt that you know it was just you know I I, I again another game I felt had potential. Um, like I liked the zombies that they introduced in that game. I thought they were really good, but I just felt the execution just kind of and like I and, and the bike the bike and stuff like that the bike health wasn't the greatest I felt I had to fix it every so often but 
You know, I just I thought the execution just wasn't wasn't as good. I I personally enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I mean, I wasn't say it's gonna be. I I can't say it's amazing, right? Like it's like mind blowing, like top of the notch generation. But um, I like that you took off your glasses because I just you know made you do it. Quite an interesting feeling. Um, but anyways, uh, it worked well. Uh, the motorcycle was interesting. Like it took a while for you to like upgrade it to make it like less like uh like moving. The hordes are present, but they're not excessively pressed there were like one or three encounters that i had and i was like oh shit i need to get the fuck out of here i drove they, in the one I by accident just... in the cave during the daytime i didn't realize they hid in the in there in the cave yeah. and i drove into into a horde in the cave and oh my god i got torn up if you get caught inside the middle and you have no way to like break out you're done you're dead there's nothing you can do and it takes uh, up to like endgame that you have like equivalent weapons to destroy the horde properly. Otherwise, you gotta be like, you know, take a piece there, take a piece there. Yeah. There. And here, here's a here, so here's a controversial one, of course. Um, the last of the, the, the Last of Us Two. Um, obviously, we saw what happened on Metacritic, and Metacritic pretty much changed their entire uh, score system because of what happened now you can't users can't review a game pre-release they have to wait at least a couple of days you know i i looked at a lot of those reviews after i beat the game on metacritic a good majority of them yes i do not believe played the game but i do believe there were some people that did play it but i do of course i do believe most of the people read the spoilers and unfortunately you know caused a lot of backlash but i played it gameplay top notch love the gameplay Gameplay was great. Um, graphics, amazing. Um, you know, I, I didn't run into my PlayStation sound like a vacuum, but the graphics were fantastic. I even did love the scene with Ellie and Dina and that sequence when you're, you know, kind of in that linear open world around that little city. I love that. I thought that was great. I wish they did more of that in the game. But... Um, not going to throw too many spoilers. Actually, we already spoiled everything, so what the fuck matters? Um, I thought they made Joel look stupid. Um, if they were going to kill him, I thought they could have done it better um, than making him look like an idiot. And the way he got killed was horrific. And then they made me want to understand why the new character introduced... Um, what the fuck is her name again? Allie? Allie, I mean, they, they introduced... Sorry, it's Abby. Abby, they introduced this new character, Abby. Um, they're trying to get me to... And what, what doesn't make sense to me is um, I'm Ellie and I'm killing off all her friends and then it just stops and it flashes back to Abby's point of view and I'm supposed to understand her point of view. And I think my mind would have been different if she didn't horrifically bashed the shit out of Joel's head for God knows how long. And I also felt at the, and then so, okay, what, you know, whatever. I loved her gameplay though. Don't get me wrong. You know, I've talked to you about this before. I loved her gameplay. Her gameplay was great. I wish Ellie got, you know, a little bit better gameplay, but Abby's gameplay was great. Phenomenal. Like her weapons were great, but um, I just felt and then at the end just lets her go. I felt maybe we should have just made the choice. I think that would have been better of an ending that we either could kill her or just let her go. I think that would have been much better. But 
you know, again, I don't think it's a bad game. I was just very disappointed. I just did not connect with the characters as I did in the first game. And I just, I didn't, don't get me wrong, I wasn't angry that Joel died. I knew uh, he was probably going to die, but I did not like the way he died. And I did not like the way he was written in this game. For me, is a completely the opposite impression. Look, it's not the game I expected that I was going to get. Uh, but it definitely created a massive impact on me, like in terms of like feeling angry, sad. It, it like no other game made me feel the way that Last of Us did in terms of like the, the events, sequence of events, and everything. Because the first, did you talk about the first game or the second one? The second game, yeah, oh, that's okay. what we're talking about. Um, okay. So the the reason is like you know you lose Joe and. You're like so angry, but you're so angry at why it happened. Like, you know, she took the one thing that Ellie mattered to Ellie and you don't know how to deal with it. And, you know, you go after the group and everything. But like as it's progressing with Ellie, you're like, shit, you know, it's it's vengeance for sure. But like, man, you know, this this path is really taking a toll on her. Like you start seeing like, you know, she start her relationship with Dina kind of depreciates. Um you know, there was one part that, you know, Tommy was in danger and she was kind of like, no, we need to go after Abby. That's what matters. I'm like, dude, like, you know, if you're going to what they were trying to convey on that, on those things was like, you know, vengeance can take you so far and then all that hatred can take you so far. And then where the, does it lead you to become less human? So um, going playing as Abby, um, it showed what happened to her. So you're kind of like, you know seeing through her side what happened you're still pissed at her it's nearly impossible to be not pissed at her taking such a memorable character like joe out of our hands but you start seeing it and um uh what i can say is the part that really got to me was the very end where like ellie was trying to choke out like uh abby and like she has that like memory about joe like that one last good memory of him and like i'm sure that people that like been angry or had you know issues or you know loss and everything it affects you right like you 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 maybe a bad memory of a person that you lost is taking you know control of your anger and your anger is just building up piling up piling up piling up and then that one memory just stalls everything and that's where she let go so i i, I felt like i was feeling what ellie was feeling when that was happening like that and like you know i talked to a couple of friends i was like shit man i'm like i never felt this way about any other game like the it just gave you a full circle of perspectives so i mean i know you didn't like it but like it no game made me feel as in depth the way last of us 2 did and that's why i like it it's not the game it's like i said before it's not the game i expected but it's definitely the game it's a game that really impacted me I just think it, it's 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 definitely one of those games that um, you're either gonna like it or you're not gonna like it. Um, uh, so I think that's what it really truthfully comes down to. But um, any other any games you want to add that um, least favorite that you guys have or anything like that? Not really. I don't. There's not. There's a couple titles there. I mean, yo, you forgot Knack, man. What what's going on here? I didn't play it. Remember, I'm only including games I've played. If you want to include Knack because you played it, you can include Knack. Yeah, I'll I'll put it on the okay pile. Um, Less than okay, probably. If okay. people are wondering why I didn't include Yakuza, it's because Yakuza's no Yakuza is no more exclusive anymore. So that's why I did not include Yakuza. But um, this pretty much yeah, this is pretty much gonna close out our PlayStation Four uh 
eighth generation review here uh guys um i will i will go ahead and i'll, I'll say you know again um as barbosa said at the top playstation definitely won this generation um first party titles top notch i mean there's barely i mean there was barely any um bad ones that i could say i mean like i said a day's gone last of us they weren't these weren't bad games it's just that i was very disappointed with the story um, Order 1886, I I think it was a bad game. I mean, I thought I I did not really enjoy that game at all. Um, but man, I mean, you know, again, I'm already PS5 already has some good exclusives already coming out. Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Ratchet and Clank, the that new one, and uh, the new Horizon Zero Dawn. So, I mean, the future's bright right now with PlayStation. Again, I do not like the look of the PS5, the fucking router, but. Um, as of right now, I'm getting a PS5 at launch, but uh, definitely a big, big rebound for Sony after the PS3 mishaps. Uh, Sony returned to form, and it was it was a great generation for them. I loved every minute of their first party games, and you know, here's to you know again, Sony's Sony returned with a vengeance after PS3. So, but um. You know, one and uh, one thing we didn't really talk about, uh, which I'll say really quickly, is R.I.P. PSP because we didn't really yep. talk about. We really didn't bring that up at all today. But I'll say it really quickly: rest in peace, PS3, especially PSP, especially the Vita. The Vita had a lot of potential, but lack of support, unfortunately. So yeah, let that trash out of here. You guys? No, I just think uh, I'm looking forward to what PlayStation is going to do next. Um, it's interesting the the route they're taking with their system. I I, I want to know pricing. I don't know when the pre-orders go live. I'm sure as many of us do. <laughs> I am very curious to how their messaging is going to be, how they're going to build up on their brand continuously. Um, I'm interested if they're going to do anything with PlayStation now. It, it's you know they have a strong lineup and they had a strong like you know, dishing out a lot of good games. The quite now I want to see to continue doing that. Uh, and really, like I said, with Xbox, only time will tell. And I can't wait for it. I'm just I'm looking forward for next gen, especially since both of them have SSDs. And I am tired of waiting for loading times like that. I'm sure Dan agrees with me. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the most part, I mean, I mean, you're a PC guy, so for you, it's non-existent. Well, th- if you think about this way, right? Who's the real winner here, right? PC. PlayStation games are starting to go to PC now, so... But but uh, we're probably going to find out the pre- pre- pre-orders are going to start the day before the console releases at this point. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to, to see how the PlayStation 5 is. I mean, PlayStation 4 obviously had a, a great year with some great exclusives and good games. Uh, so I'll be picking up the 5 on launch and... I'm going to be playing some PlayStation 4 games. I'll catch up on some of them. All righty. All righty, guys. This is um, episode 58. This was our PlayStation rundown of this generation. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, of course, you can listen to this episode on Spotify, Google, iTunes, all the uh, fun stuff. But, of course, if you go to our website, innermilesbasement.com, you could listen to the podcast right there. And as, of course, as Dan said, we are doing a giveaway for our audio listeners. If you just go to innermomsbasement.com forward slash giveaway, uh, you guys can enter in the giveaway. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. 
You've just listened to the In Our Mom's Basement, a video game podcast with your hosts, Dan Giofue and Rage Quit Pat. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. See you in the next episode.